Hey guys, welcome back to a new episode of Scheme Me Up Body. Now that we're finished going through the, the entire run of Star Trek movies, right away from the motion picture right up to the last of the Kelvin Timeline movies. Moving forward, what we're going to be doing is every Tuesday we're going to be doing something out of new Star Trek shows such as Picard, Discovery and on Thursdays we're going to be doing the good stuff. Uh, there's no secret about it, I am, you know, flat out grounded in the classic Star Trek stuff and we're going to be doing Star Trek the original series every Thursday for the foreseeable future. But when we were doing Star Trek Nemesis that's the last time you've seen Picard before, of course, the new series Star Trek Picard. And that series is highly influenced by the events of Nemesis. So I thought it would just be a natural progression to start off with Star Trek Picard and the newer Star Trek stuff for the next 10 weeks I think that series ran for so uh, every Tuesday and Thursday we're going to be doing some Star Trek goodness and eventually we're going to be branching out into other science fiction as well so uh, sit back chill out, relax and I hope you enjoy this episode this episode was a genuine treat for me, I have been sort of binge watching The Next Generation over the last couple of months uh, you know uh, I've gone so far at this point I've gone through the first three seasons again and uh, it's just such a good series and to come across Captain Picard and present day as great uh, the episode opens up we see the Enterprise D the Enterprise that was on Star Trek Next Generation and um, we find out this is a, a dream that Picard is having. He's on the Enterprise and he's playing cards with Data. Brent Spiner is back and pretty much flashback form and the continuity of Star Trek at this point. Commander Data is dead and if you've seen the last Star Trek movie, he sacrificed himself to save the Enterprise and there was a replacement android at the end of the phone called B4 that Data was trying to download his memory and to as like a replacement of anything ever happened to him but ultimately in this series we find out that B4 didn't work and as far as everyone's concerned Data is completely lost at this point uh, in the dream sequence at the start we see outside the Enterprise we see Mars and the whole surface of it starts to explode and as we get further into the episode we start to find out where what's happened to Picard in the what 19 to 20 year period between the last Star Trek movie and now uh, we discover that it ties in with the J.J. Abrams Star Trek where you know uh, Spock tries to stop the Romulan Sun from exploding destroying Romulus. This is part of the continuity of this episode as well um, Picard led uh, a rescue attempt for the Federation to save the Romulans and This is where the 
the woke sort of thing comes in as uh, another view that Picard is having uh, at the beginning, well, about 10, or, 10 minutes or so into the episode. He's been interviewed by a reporter about what he's been doing since he left Starfleet. And, you know, she comes across a bit racist, as in, you know, why would you waste so many resources trying to help one of the, the biggest enemies of the Federation? And Picard, in true Picard form, was like, you know, a lot of lives were at risk. And the reporter was like, a lot of Romulan lives, and he was like, no lives. And we find out that, you know, the Federation ultimately decided to turn their back on a lot of things, and it didn't sit well with Picard on a moral standpoint, and he left Starfleet because of it. Uh, absolutely fantastic. Picard is, you know, one of these characters that, you know, stands up for what is right at every opportunity. It's always a moral decision, you know, the right decision. Uh, a lot of stuff. Very rarely is there any grey areas with Picard. And he's an incredibly intelligent man. If you watch the original episode, the original episode the first season of Star Trek Next Generation there's an episode where Picard finds himself in a situation between two worlds where one world is and it's it's basically the, the story of uh, drug dealers and it's on a planetary scale one planet is uh, you know they think that they're dying, they need this medication to survive, but the only place they can get it is in a neighbouring planet. And uh, the neighbouring planet has discovered that the sickness that this medication was designed for was actually eradicated generations ago, but it was just too much of a, a financial good thing for them to actually keep it going. So in the episode, the two planets, as one's drug dealing, the other's completely you know, addicted to drugs, and due to Federation guidelines, Picard can't step in and do anything to really make a difference here, but he finds a loophole at the end of the film that kind of derails the entire planet that is the drug-dealing planet, and, you know, it's small little things get there that make Picard such a great character, but I digress completely from Remembrance. This is basically... This episode is essentially uh, an introduction to Picard. Find out what he's been doing, where he's been at. He's been retired. He's on his vineyard in France. And we come across this young woman whose name is, and please forgive me because on a brand new series, as I, complete, I completely forget names, uh, Daj, her character's name is, is Isa. I'm going to completely butcher this girl's name. Isa Briones. And she is having a quiet night on with her boyfriend. And these three people beam into their apartment and kill the boyfriend. She freaks out. And we hear one of the... You can't see who these guys are. They've got masks on. <coughs> and they scan her. And one says she hasn't activated yet. So they're trying to kidnap her. 
and they put a black bag over her head and she automatically goes from completely panicked to flat out assassin and kills everybody in the room uh, no idea how she done it and she starts to see things in her mind and she sees the face of Picard and of course the interview is having at the beginning of the episode she sees that at some point and uh, is able to track Picard to France and she goes to ask for his help and yes I don't want to spoil the episode too much but basically he gives her you know he doesn't turn anyone away and he gives her refuge in the vineyard for the night gets her room set up he's got two uh, people working for him who are obviously Vulcan in appearance and it's it's kind of weird they're very that's the only weird thing I found in this episode was that the, the two Vulcans at the beginning of it that work for him uh, they're like the, you know one's like the maiden butler on the, the vineyard and they're very very emotional uh, I found that a little bit strange you know but you know Vulcans historically are known for not being an emotional race at all but that has been they've been trying to change that slightly for every you know new version of Star Trek so it's not something that ruins the episode for me but it's just something that you know, take a little bit of getting used to like I say, lifelong Star Trek fan. Um, the next morning, after having another dream about Data, uh, Data, you've seen this in the trailer for the episode, Data is you know, painting in the vineyard, and he says to Picard, you know, would you like to finish it, Captain? And Picard's like, I don't know how. And Data's like, you know, that's not true, Captain. Picard wakes up and realises the painting that Dita was painting in the dream is actually hanging on the wall in his office so he goes to his uh, archives at Starfleet and digs through some of his old stuff and he's got two copies of the same painting and the painting that's in the archives is a little bit more completed than the one that's in the, the office and the girl in the painting is the girl that came looking for help uh, Daj and uh, he figures out that uh, you know Picard is getting old at this point memory isn't quite what it used to be but he has got a holographic uh, woman in the archive she is basically the archive and you know, she can access the information and he's like what was the name of this painting and uh, turns out that the painting's name that was painted by Data 30 years previous to this point is entitled Daughter. So this gets the alarm bells going in Picard and he's like you know the stuff that this girl can do uh, is she uh, a positronic life form like what Data was but she's completely human in appearance and he goes to the Daystrom Institute to find out more information on if it's possible to make a flesh and blood android. Uh, jumped over a few things there. Uh, during the interview at the start we find out that the, there was a group of uh, synthetics, they call them in the series, which are basically a race of androids that were Starfleet were trying to create based upon data. And uh, nobody has been able to do it. That was a running thing through the 
the entire run of the original Star Trek Next Generation where Data and Lore, which was the other android it was basically the double of Data and that plays into this slightly as well because we find out by the end of this episode that these new flesh and blood synthetics essentially is what this girl is are made in pairs and I only made that connection there now uh, you know Data, Lore were made in pairs of course these new ones are also been made in pairs so there's a little callback that I didn't even realise till I was talking nonsense in this review um, by the end of the episode spoilers guys if you don't want to find out uh, Daj uh, gets killed in an attack before the end of the episode um, wasn't expecting that to happen but we didn't get the revelation that there's actually a second one at this point but during the attack Picard figures out that the attackers are actually Romulans so you know it's setting up to be an excellent excellent series at the end of the episode we we find out that uh, one of the, the head guys that was in charge of the synthetics program disappeared after the federation decided to cancel the synthetics projects because they went at one point during the attempted relocation of Romulus before their son exploded the uh, synthetics went rogue and attacked the federation shipyards on Mars and you know attacked it blew it up and to this day they say in the episode it's still on fire uh, this is a very disjointed review I'm just thinking here I'm just going over in my head what I've said so far as a lot of that is completely out of sequence to the episode but uh, that's a lot of the information that you need by the end of the episode we find the second uh, flesh and blood android version of Daj and her name is and again please forgive me I just want to get this right uh Soji. So, uh, yes, and we come across uh, Santiago Cabrera by the end of the episode. He makes an appearance. Um, actually, I could be wrong. I'm just looking at the cast photographs on IMDb here, and it could actually be Harry Treadaway. But it's not given uh, a character name for either of those guys at this point on IMDb. They're keeping things a little bit close to the chest here and I'm glad they're doing it uh, I was kinda worried that they're gonna drop this series you know all 11 episodes I do believe we're only getting an 11 episode run for season 1 here so yeah 11 episodes IMDB's given so far so uh, yes I'm glad this is gonna be a weekly thing because uh, Star Trek is it has to be a weekly thing Star Trek Picard has at this point been renewed for a second season so I'm excited um, at the end of the episode we see this next uh, Soji character uh, Picard knows there's a second one he's going to go and search for um, the research lab that they're a giant research Romulan what was the name of it where she's at what they're doing Basically, this I think now they didn't give this away at the end of the episode, but it's it's a Romulan research facility of some sort that she's on, and at the end of the episode we actually see it as a Borg cube 
that this thing is set up in. Uh, so absolutely fantastic. And we already know 709 is going to make an appearance in this episode, uh, episode this season as well. So I'm extremely excited for that. Uh, I'm glad they made the decision to bring 709 back because when Star Trek Voyager finished, 709 was only getting to the point where she was going to get really really interesting as a character you know she got her in the final episodes she got her emotional inhibitor switched off by the doctor of the voyager and that freed her up to be a more rounded character so we're finally going to get to see that in star trek picard as well absolutely awesome i've loved this so far this has been a production of coins age media thank you so much for listening